Greetings, everyone. This is Big John, and that's... And this is Kenneth Lee. And we, and are, we the are the beard... beard wait, branding beard so the so the thing is the thing is right with the the first one I sent you this morning right yeah it's not that you cannot do layoff uh, you can do layoff it's like yes but it's the, manner, it's the manner of the layoff yeah the manner of it because like, you see here uh, the first things first right, I, I already saw the uh, there was a report already straight times I mean as of as of this as of 6th of April right hundred and seventy-eight businesses, right, in Singapore have already gone into liquidation. It means, yeah, it means assets are being sold off, you know, to repay debtors and all that, you know, and mm. uh, that that is that is a that is a shocking number, you know, to see that 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 yeah. amount of companies because the whole of twenty nineteen uh, was about two hundred eighty something, and now right. we're only into April and we've already, in fact, the numbers were only like, taken from the first three months. Yeah. So imagine the number of jobless people out there right yeah. now, right? Having been laid off, the company going in liquidation. It's quite yeah. it's quite terrible. No, that's a for, yeah. For brands, right, to add on to this agony, right? By not laying people off the right way, it's mm. really a nightmare. But it's tough, you know, I I, I tell you, uh, because I mean, like, because my, my uncles also, they, they have a, a business, but it's the, the business is in Malaysia. But it's, it's tough, you know, because I, 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 even when they were talking to me and asking for, for ideas and stuff, right, about how, how best to handle things so that it's not going to be such a great impact to the, to the staff. It's, it's, it's difficult because, you know, each company uh, does not, every company does not have the same resources moving forward. You know, some people might have deeper pockets than others, then you are able to weather the tide. But, then there are others who, you know, hey, that's it. No, I after two months, uh, if I have to continue paying, them, then I have to tap out already. More and most yeah. SMEs are going to fall. I mean, don't fucking talk about SMEs. Uh, look at the 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 MNCs themselves who are retrenching left, right, center, and every you know every. Right. Like, hey, this is a great chance to to reset. Huh? let's go and retrench. You know, but I mean, like you no, said, I I think it's okay to retrench. But what is the what is I, the, what? What is the what is the good way to 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 do this? This is already such a damn difficult thing. So, yeah. so I I I think I think instead of doing a mass layoff, right, doing yeah. a like a mass layoff, right, you really need to like do it, lay the people off through the people that know them the best. Okay. So you don't do a Zoom call call all four hundred and six people. Damn asshole. That's a that's a that's like heartless, right? Yeah, it's bloody hard. Uh, yeah. But um get the manager who may or may not may not also be retrenched. Yeah. Right? Tell the manager we are laying these people off in your team. Mm. Go and talk to them. And give them guidelines. Yeah. Right? Explain to them first of all, uh, what the severance package is. Yeah. What's the exit? Then secondly, then you know why lah, right? The business pressure, COVID-19. Um, and if you if you really want to, right, you can even say we lay you off now. If you cannot find something within the next three months and we are back within the next three months, yeah, 
can you please come and contact us? So you, you, you leave the door open, but you got to leave them with that positivity instead of that just you're fired, you're laid off, but the company is closing down. I, I tell you, uh, in our context, right? I mean, if, if you're going to tell someone someone like this, right? I mean, the, the reaction, the immediate, the first reaction will be like, Ayad, wow, hey, this boss, talk cock only, right? Say, right. Uh, say this kind of thing. But, uh, but it's, 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 not, it's not easy because at the same time, right, a lot of SMEs here also don't practice retrenchment or severance packages. That's why a lot of people mm-hmm. will be like, what is that? Only, SM, only MNCs do severance, but this is the state of, of things here. That, I mean, our, in a sense, there are a lot of employees also, they're not really right. protected in that sense. Lah. So yeah. if you meet an employer who doesn't give you a severance package, or if you're an employer that doesn't have a severance package, and you're SME, and you happen to hire someone very savvy in workers' rights, then you really have a problem. Mm. That's the reality of it. Yeah. Then people will go to MOM and tell them, can you mediate a solution for me? Mm. Then when MOM step in, then you have a problem. So i rather you plan ahead. As a business owner, right, I, re- I highly recommend you plan ahead. Make sure that they don't feel like they are tool that, that is thrown away. And you have a lesser chance of getting in trouble with authorities also. Yeah, but I think one, one lesson to be learned, I think the, the transparency and the, the communication from the top uh, has to be there. Like mm. you were mentioning the managers, and all, but I, I, I feel that maybe like for let's say an SME setting of maybe 10, 15 people in a team, I think the, the, the CEO, the boss, the owner has to come in and first step in and then give a general uh, rundown of things uh, and, and look, you know, the situation is what it is, you know. That yeah. we're, not, we're not lying, we're not anything. You know, the situation is this and we cannot sustain. Um, but of course, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you and, you and I, we're, we're, not, we're not HR people as well. We don't know what are the, the, the intricacies of HR. But I mean, it, I mean through, this, through this topic that we are, we are talking about, we are basically trying to tell how employers how not to be overly asshole when doing a very difficult thing. Because because, some, you, know, you know what's the worst so, You know what's the worst thing? I, I know of some uh, this one 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 company right uh, he this guy you know I, again I will not mention names and all that but he always claims that he's a great employer I understand you uh, uh, I'm gonna take care of my st- oh, okay, okay maybe the accent was a bad idea but anyway I will <laughs> ignore that oh, oh, oh. so this this guy uh, you know he's always he he always promotes himself as a uh, I'm the one who always does the right thing and so on and so forth. But at the moment, this whole thing happened, right? Of the, the moment COVID-19 and everything, and the, the, the speed at which he disposed of his staff, right? Was, wow, I was yeah. surprised, you know, that it, it had to come from someone like this. So, of course, I don't want to, to, to judge the situation as well because, you know, um, I'm not his personal friend or something like this, but there, there are some employees, even though when the government are saying, you know, try and hang on, we're going to subsidize 75% of their, of your salaries and things like that. That even at this moment, right, the, why, why do you think uh, SMEs like this, right, are, are not even trying to hang on just a little bit more, just for them to maybe take one more paycheck, 
or two more paychecks and then time for them to to really really get to the situation buy time for your employees right yeah or rather than just dropping off dropping them off like this and then say hey it's okay like, you know, the government will take care of you they'll pass you the $500 or something $800 a month for the next few months you know but for for imagine if a, if the person is earning you no know, 2 3 thousand bucks a month for example and i'm just I'm, I'm again no discrimination against whatever amounts you're earning yeah. but to suddenly have that shock of going into going down to zero immediately yeah, going down to zero you, yeah. you don't have at least if like two months i'm giving you two months you know try and find uh, a way you know if I, then i'm so I, I, I think it's a large part of it has got to do with how you approach the role of a company in a society hmm. right because if you open a it actually it goes back to what we were talking about last last time right which is yeah. why you open business oh Make, make money oh. yeah that that kind of company definitely the moment something goes wrong they start cutting employees yeah. right right because their their view of a business and there's nothing wrong with it their view of a business is to max like maximize value yeah. Yeah. extraction and profit it's is the is the pragmatism uh, you know is the the pragmatic singaporean pragmatic mm. asian at work uh, where where I'm so sorry, I got no time for sob stories and tears for you, but I got yep. to protect the my assets, uh, you know, in that sense. I, but, I got to protect myself. Yeah. And you are you were an asset, but now I have to let go of you because you are no longer you are yeah. liability. Yeah. But so good. So now, in your opinion, right, in terms of of this, right, so that so that companies can have their to take care of the employees is one thing, but don't come out looking like assholes also the other way. What what All what right. do you think? What do you think, right? An SME can can do moving forward. What's the best way for them to handle this situation? If let's say, like let's say, okay, I'm I'm this SME, okay. In terms of the 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 finances that I have, uh, maybe in terms of salaries, I can tahan, I can hold out maybe for another two months before I tap out. Right. So actually, I've been in this situation before, except that the SME that I, that I work with and work for didn't tell us about the runway. Hmm. And I can tell you that as an employee, right, the greatest thing you can do is to be honest and transparent with your with your employees and tell them, we have two months left. Yeah. Right? We can, I can, we can try to uh, rescue it or you have a, you take the two months, run through, run out the two months and find something else. Hmm. Right? Um, you as an SME, you should never, never tell your employees you can make it when you don't know whether you can make it or not. Yeah. Uh, there is also the other possibility of taking like a reduced salary so that you extend your runway. Yeah. And then you see who wants to stay and who wants to leave. And, and I think no judgment for those people that want to leave because, you know, and you might actually as an SME save have a longer runway mm. if you give people the option mm. and then people leave and some people stay. Mm. First of all, you weed out the people that are true to your brand. Yeah. Second of all, you get them to stick around and extend that, you know, that runway for, for you. And then you can come out of this crisis actually better in terms of talent mm. than when you started. Right. 
you know, like uh, one thing I noticed also about this, because uh, I I saw the news also that day, of uh, of course we know all the airlines are very hard hit now, and of course mm. uh, Air Asia as well. So Tony Fernandez and uh, his co-founder uh, says, okay, no more salaries for us, and across the border, uh, salary cuts ranging from fifteen percent to seventy five percent at the higher end. So right. I mean for for me. Eh, <clears throat> I think this is a lesson for everyone. If, if your staff, right? But of course, I'm sure the 75% cut is you are earning quite a considerable amount. Uh, but if, if, at that, if, if your staff are prepared uh, to stick by you even under those circumstances, uh, right? Yeah. Then you must, you must really be doing something right. Yeah. I'm sure there are also opportunities yeah. for voluntary uh, resignations and things like that as with any other company but the fact is that you know to even have cuts that go go that much right I think that's 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 fantastic and I think that is a reflection of the, the company what your staff are prepared to do for you right is a reflection of you as a business if you yeah. be a dick right you've been a twat to them right trying to squeeze the blood immediately abandon ship because yeah. this is the time to screw the twat back exactly so but I mean, of course, people also, they want to stay on because they need the work as well. But the thing is, how, whether it's voluntary, I always feel, you know, because of course, no one's going to ever, not many people will voluntarily step up and say, okay, I'm going to take a pay cut. But if, I feel that if, 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 uh, if someone, if a group of people are motivated enough to actually step up and do that, I say, well, then you, 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 you have done a great job as a boss. For, for, That's a really good litmus yeah. test. Yeah. You are right. You pointed out a very good thing. Yeah. And and you you actually talk about something that a lot of people, a lot of SMEs think that they cannot achieve, mm. but they actually can. It's actually part of the DNA of the company, the yeah. brand. Yeah. Whether you take care of yourself. Uh mentor always told me like he every time he has a chance to deal with himself, he will say the 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 principle of being a leader is you always take care of your flock first. Yeah. Like it's a very like Jesus led, very Christian led. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's it's true. And if you take care, if you really put the effort to take care of your flock first, right? They will stick with you through very hard times. And I think like for 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 my case on our side, we 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 warn the staff of the potential of what can happen if we continue on this trajectory and what could the possible next steps be so we i i made the decision with my with my boss to to you know let's let's highlight these issues as early as possible right all right this is the situation right not not many companies will be able to withstand you know this kind of a storm right um right. i said then i said during the analogy we're not in a sampan you know but we're not on the we're not on some cruise luxury liner either uh, we're kind of like you know in between we're trying you know so where where the the, the staff in, the, in that sense repaid for not at the moment you know not having to to retrench or cut salaries yet is that everyone put in extra work or put in the extra hours right to yeah. ensure that we that we we have deals in place we have um uh, projects in place so that we can survive until a point where you know we can breathe and 
we can we yes. again to the future, you know. So I think this openness is very important because if you constantly paint a picture of very good, very good, no problem, no problem, and then one day you suddenly swing the axe, uh, fuck man, how is that person going to feel, right? A lot of SME leaders don't have actually the real leadership guts to say we're in trouble. Yeah. Right? Yes. And so what they, they do is we're fine, we are fine, we are fine. Until the moment we're not fine, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of it also has to got to do with the leadership. It's a pride. It's a pride. Yeah, it's a pride thing. Yes. Sure. Yes, and it's a pride thing, and then it's like, oh, I don't want to let go of uh my my staff, uh, but I don't want to look back in front of my staff. Yeah. So I'm going to literally don't say anything until the last moment. Mm. And then when it's too late, then the staff, uh, then the very real problem of where am I going to get yeah. my next meal, right, will seriously affect the staff, and then. You just lost your entire reputation. But, uh, you know, I tell you, uh, it's, a, it's a very big conversation, a big topic, you know. I mean, because, like, suddenly morals have come in. and then, But the thing yeah, is, uh, right, where do you stretch this point of the morals? Like, if, if you say, right, that, the com- uh, that a company boss uh, must sell his multi-million dollar home and sell his Bentley and all that in order to sustain the staff, uh, I... I cannot, I cannot say that is the right thing to do also. Because the thing is, then you have the other spectrum of the argument which would be, well, you have a lot of money, well, so you must, sell, you must help us, you must, you must save us. You know? And then it brings back to another, another discussion. It's a whole can of worms, you know, actually. So, I mean, like... To me, to me it's like this. La. If you want to, if you're going to go to that extent, right? Yeah. Then you also have to flip around as an employee and ask yourself, right? Yeah. So if the company is in trouble, are you gonna do the same thing? Correct. Are you gonna are you going to sell the your house? Are you going to sell yeah. your car? Yeah. Are, are you going to take your savings and put it in the company? Then the next can of worms will open again, which is you know, I, I remember reading this article sometime back and then uh, it was basically about someone someone who was saying don't expect uh, don't tell your, your employees to, to, to treat this as if it's their own business because it's not and mm. they're not getting the, 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 the pay to back up that kind of, that kind of uh, uh, right. Right. so that's why I say it's, 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 it's many different, different arguments and so depending on or where you're standing of a course lot of this, yeah. a lot of this is bullshit right, right. Yeah. to be honest a lot of this is bullshit right? yeah. the whole, the whole uh, company we're all family we if you don't behave like it's a family, don't say. If yeah. you don't want people, if you don't want to sacrifice for the other person, don't say you're a family. Right. Just, just, just don't do it. Yeah. You know? And you are right like, in the sense, right? So, what are you willing, we have to first draw the line of what are we willing to give up Correct. for the team? Yeah. And then the employer draws the line of where, he, where he's going to go. Hmm. What he, is he willing to give up? And then, the idea of fair is fair, right? Is, is it transactional? I pay you, so you work for me X number of hours to do X number of duties? Yeah. Or do we go further? Do we go further and say, okay, as the employer, I set the bar as I will do all these things for you mm. and you must go above and beyond. Mm. Then, you know, so it really is where you want to set your leadership bar. Yeah. Right? But at the end of the day, if I have, if the leaders have told 
everyone early on what the roadmap is and what the potential issues are like you have done very responsibly then i think it's fair that you expect people to stick around or leave yeah. accordingly right and, and the thing is about during this this moments right this it is almost impossible to plan for for something mm. like this but i mean my my personal advice for 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 all companies out there is that prepare up till the end of the year you know got right. projections and and preparations you have to right. make <clears throat> prepare it till the end of the year because like expecting until december yeah i mean even if the the virus was clear no more new cases things are reopening slowly i mean yeah i think the government also has mentioned it would take another 3 4 months before the recovery properly kicks in and that's still very dependent on what happens in the rest of the world as well because after all our economy is dependent on on so many other external factors as well but i mean by i, I think the, the the first things first like for 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 the staff is that once <clears throat> i mean you know the company is not is 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 really going to be in the shits right so yeah i i always I, that's why i shared that thing earlier because i i i feel that uh, ultimate transparency from the get go of course not asking you to go into to details down to the last cent uh, you know but right. basically painting the picture look we can only based on this if these things if the scenario a happens we can carry on operations up to june july if scenario right. b happens by this date bad things have got to happen and then more bad things and then we will see how it goes it cannot be then, it's hard to plan long term also lah you know the interesting thing is also when you have that like we tell that everyone what's going to happen scenario a scenario b scenario c you and oh you open up that conversation it's also very interesting to hear for example how the employees come back to you sometimes they will have very good Uh, sometimes they will volunteer. Sometimes they will have very good suggestions how to stretch the dollar. And I think if you have that openness, it is still much more advantageous than you know that old school Asian style. Like don't yeah. don't tell them anything until like. So then then you are just treating or, them like. Or worse, yeah, exactly. Worse still, ah, yeah, they only a cleaner, only a drive. They won't understand one. You know that kind of yeah, oh, that kind of mentality is really. Is really wrong, yeah. Yeah, and it's very damaging to. It's not just damaging to the business; it's damaging to the employees. Yeah. Because in the long run, you you they they will become the tools that you want them to become. Yeah. But I think it's. I mean, this situation now. I mean, definitely the face of a lot of things are going to change. I mean, this is this will definitely change the way we hire, change the way we operate. You know, moving forward, it's a good. It's a it's a completely different different world now, lah. For for every single thing, lah. Even the the size of the size of offices in the in the future office spaces are they going to yeah. be continuing on this on this way? Yeah, you know, uh, that? <laughs> yeah. So many are, things. Are we never gonna be able to shake hands again. Yeah. Or are we gonna you know? Where we can hire and everyone works from home, and then that allows us to cut down on our our overhead okay. at, the, at the proper, yeah. too big an office. But I think it's it's one thing, right? During this whole time, I mean, since we're on the topic of of the employees and all that, I think it's also very very important also to 
to, to be able to trust your employees to do the job. Lah. Of course, there are some cases where some tougher measures uh, uh, have to be put in place. But mm. I think... There's, I think there's still a very, very old-fashioned mentality of, why wow, if they're at home working online means they're not really working, so I must keep a very close eye on them, you know? And that causes a lot of, a lot of uh, discomfort. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I heard, I heard a couple of the big companies, right? They, they even have the team viewer put on the computer that they can track. I don't know whether they are really, really properly tracking or they are really just using it for teamwork. Who knows, right? But intrusive, definitely. If, if you are the boss of an SME yeah. and you want to team viewer all your, all your employees, yeah. how, how efficient is that? Correct. Then you spend your time uh, being, um, becoming a surveillance officer instead. No? Yeah. <laughs> instead of going out there and maybe figuring out a new way to close deals or finding new revenue streams, you are watching mm-hmm. your 10 employees or 15 employees. Correct. But my, my, my point with that uh, is that if you cannot trust them, don't keep them. <laughs> yeah. Very if you cannot trust them, you shouldn't hire them in the first place. <laughs> but, but because of that ego, right, of I hired the right person. Yeah. I hired the right person, so I must make sure that it's right. Mm. Then you don't want to fire them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? What's the point? Yeah. If, if you cannot trust them, don't, don't hire them. It's interesting because uh, for me, like I'm looking at it from, from two points of view, right? The, this, this whole situation as, as, as someone who helps to run an organization, but at the same time, mm-hmm. also a, a salaried employee, you know? So there's definitely, you can't have the best of both worlds. Though. I mean, that's, that's, that's the fact. But I think the, the understanding from both sides is needed. Yeah. And I think by and large, if you have the right sets of output requirements for the employee, for most employees, right? Yeah. You have a, a, a fixed set of output requirements and you stick to that and you hold them accountable to that, hmm. uh, they'll be very busy. Yeah. Right? So if you if you are if you have a marketing executive that needs to push out X number of posts every week. Hmm. Hold them to that. Yeah, so that means it's, it's changing basically also that the way how we run certain things that we have to be much more detailed in our requirements of, right. of, of our staff and our people and, 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 and things like that. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, lot, of, a lot of adjustments. And I honestly tell you, uh, I hope that for if you are an SME owner, all right, I want you, I want you to listen very carefully. I hope this proves to you that it's not the number of hours. <laughs> it's the standard of the output that you're holding your employees to. That's very important because even if they're in the office, if they come in at nine and they leave exactly at six, you ha- also have no idea what they're doing in the middle of the day. Yeah. They're on Yahoo News, they're on MSN, they're doing, doing, doing what <laughs> nonsense on Facebook. Why not? Why not? So it's the same. So if you are SME employee owner, then the key thing is to hold people accountable to the output and no vanity metrics. Hmm. That's it. I think that's the basic thing they should be looking at. Is that number one is to first things to really sort their house out 
and, yeah. and fear, what the hell needs to be done moving forward? And then yeah. after that, share with the staff. Once that is done and dusted, the next thing is really to measure how, how the work is done and all that. But at the same time, bloody hell, just trust the people who are working for you. I think the more yeah. you try to, to run a police state or something like that at your office, uh, you know, the worst is going to be. I cannot imagine. I remember there was someone I knew um, and she told me before that her, her, her bosses, right, actually even uh, called staff in, right, and asked them to explain uh, why did you go to the toilet so many times today? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like the, you know, the, the Amazon warehouse tracker, right? Yeah. They wear a bracelet. They go toilet one time, two time. I think the second time they get warning. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. So it's, it's yeah. definitely changing how, how we, uh, for those who are bosses, you know, to how, how are we going to manage our team the best? Correct. We're not there to, to constantly overlook, you know, to stand behind them and see what they're doing. So, like, like for me, like what I do with, with, with my staff, same. Okay, look, I give, you, I give you this thing and I expect all these things to be done by this day. And then we review it. If you can't do it, don't wait until that day itself and tell me you can't do it. You're going to be in big trouble, you know. Yeah. So this, this, this understanding of the work, how work is, is distributed, how work is, is how the output is measured has changed, fundamentally has changed already yeah. And, yeah. And, and that's how we are supposed to move forward because right now, I think every, every company out there, we are just living day to day. <laughs> I also want to say for the employees, right? If you're an employee with SME, I want you to say this also. Learn to push back. Learn to say, learn to ask. Okay, there are 20 things on this list. I can do your deadline is next week. I can do 17 out of the 20 things by this week. But these three, I need. Right? And have that discussion. Point it out to your manager or point it out to your boss. Like, have that. As, a, as employees, sometimes I notice our employees who don't say anything. Yeah. They are scared. Right? So they, then they, they stretch themselves out. Yeah. And they kill themselves doing it. No, the worst thing, like yesterday I saw a potential, like a, a, a client of mine, she's sending emails to me on Sunday evening. I'm like, why, why are you sending me emails? Yeah, why, why are you okay, but then I have to ask myself why was I looking at my emails also. But, <coughs> but then again, <laughs> so there's... And also we have to ask ourselves how sustainable it is. Like you do it once, okay. You do it every time, you're going to kill yourself doing it. Right. Right. And yeah, I, I so remember last week I... I, I, I talked to my, my staff before we ended uh, on Thursday. I said, look, you know, it's, it's going to be a long, it's a long weekend. I don't want you guys to work unnecessarily because we are all cooped up in our homes already now. And the thing is, if we are just going to continue, just plow on with work uh, day in, day out, seven days a week without any mental rest. Uh, I mean, rest in this sense is not just sit down and do nothing. It's also not to think about work. You know? If you don't... All right. You, I mean, you're going to get a bunch of staff, right, who's just basically going to be burnt out, right? Because, of course, you as the, the boss, right, you, are, you want to go, 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 because you want to survive. But for them, hey, they are tired. They, 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 of course, you are tired also, but for them, you know, the, the stakes are, are, are also just as high for them because they have mouths to feed. And the thing is that okay. if, the work, if your workforce is not properly rested, 
and not given the opportunity to not think about work and you don't advise them accordingly, you also have to open your mouth, right? As the, yeah. the business leader and say, guys, please rest. I don't want you to be, I don't want to see any emails going out on Sunday, da 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 because I want you to mm. rest. Because if you mm. push through this moment, yeah, you, you force yourself for three days to work extra, but then the next two, three weeks, you all fuck up, right? Then there's no point for anyone. It doesn't help. Yeah, there's no point. doesn't help. All right. Yeah. On the other extreme, I find that European companies, I want to, I want to sound like, cap, like a heartless capitalist. Yeah. On the other extreme, I find that European com- uh, countries that legislate mandatory no work days, no email, all that nonsense, right? Yeah. Are just molly cuddling their, their population and, and destroying whatever work ethic that they have. Yeah. Like, that's what I think. La. Okay. <laughs> like, you can cut this out if you know what. <laughs> But yeah. like, I find it incredibly unwise. Mm. Because if a person wants to do it, they should have the freedom to do it. Yes. Right? Yes. I am the kind of I okay, I am the kind of person. Uh. My boss don't want to receive email from me. Uh. I will send him I will also send him and then I will text him and I will harass him. I rush, yeah, I like to push and I like to get things done. Um if there was a law that said I couldn't do it, uh, does it does it hamper my productivity? Does it hamper the number of things I can do? Yes, you know. Yes, it means that I have to compress a lot more things into just a regular workday. When we all know that nine to six or whatever doesn't exist anymore. Mm. I think like uh, you know this episode you'll be able to see right we can put our email or contact in the, yeah. in the episode description and if you need any help if you, even if you want to have like for me reach out to me to talk about marketing branding how to get out of this crisis or even right you are saying hey we need to do a, we, are, we want to do a charity campaign we want to help people yeah. who are yeah. Here. And let me know let us know and we can like jump in and help as best we can because also, also I mean, to add that we are we were not we were not offering monetary help so don't big john and yeah. Yeah, we need like a, i'm not getting paid that kind of dough as well but you know I, I, in terms of a professional help and things like that um yeah you know, uh, yeah. we will tell it, we will say it as it is. You know, we don't paint a pretty picture, uh, but we will always deliver it uh, as straight as possible. I think, so, yeah. although more importantly for all the entrepreneurs, all the SME owners out there, right? Uh, there might be moments where you just need to talk to somebody. Yeah. And exactly. for somebody to sit there and go, mm, ah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Just, just to listen to you. Yes. Talk about your pain. You can call us too. Yes. So don't forget to reach out to us, and also don't forget to subscribe uh, to the channel. And like button. The like button wherever I'm going to put it. Not too sure yet, but yeah, we'll catch you guys <laughs> next week. Stay safe, uh, and please stay the fuck at home when you need to. <laughs> yes, please. Your mask on when you go and buy your mask. Go to market, go supermarket, okay? Take care. You don't want to lose the money the government's giving you, huh?